fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. Welcome to Starmageddon! That sounded really cool, even with your uh, with your head code horsey voice. So, tell us what Starmageddon is. I can barely talk. <laughs> so, Starmageddon is an idea that popped into Sean's brain in terms of the name. But I think it was my idea to, you know, we do all this fantasy booking, all this what-if scenario. Let's fantasy book our own pay-per-view. And then it kind of orga- you know, organically morphed from, well, why do we just got to do one pay-per-view? So I think we're going to have a big four of corner-to-corner shows that we're going to fantasy book. There's going to be shows about. And our biggest, our, our, our WrestleMania is, of course, Starmageddon. So we have a card of eight matches. We have all our vacated titles. <laughs> and we are going to fantasy book a pay-per-view. And we're going to talk you through the matches talk about them and we're going to come to a consensus on who we think the winner is so neil and i have always fantasized about owning our own wrestling company well this is our wrestling company in a fantasy way so it's the from corner to corner wrestling association right the f c 2 c a or f c 2 c w a so, we're just going to run down the card, we'll kind of talk them out, and we'll crown a champion on, on where, where we have them. Champions. Champions. So, our first match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. And it is a 30-minute Iron Man match. Oh, listen, and you know, Iron Man, they don't just put anybody in an Iron Man match. So, just by that alone, you know that we got some dudes that can go. Right. So coming to the ring first is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. And his opponent is the eraser, Kenny Omega. The cleaner. The cleaner. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Today he's the eraser. <laughs> in, the, in front corner to corner, <laughs> he's the eraser. Oh my gosh. The eraser. So we have <laughs> we have AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Of course, if you don't know what an Iron Man match is, that is the person who can get the most pinfalls or submissions in the amount in the time allotted. So uh, the most famous Iron Man match, of course, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. That ended up having to go to an extra period because they couldn't just decide in 60 minutes for some odd reason. I'm not sure why, but they couldn't. So, 
you don't book an Iron Man match with the Big Show versus Goldberg. Okay, these dudes can't go thirty minutes in five matches. Okay, so you have to pick two guys who can go. And I mean, are there two better wrestlers in the world right now than AJ Styles and Kenny Omega? And of course, I'm. Let me preface this: all our matches involve guys in their prime. Right. So they also are all the guys. Not all the guys, but all of these guys are on our corner to corner top fifty list. So in their prompts. Right. So this is if you hear the name Dusty Rhodes, it's not Dusty Rhodes deceased, it's Dusty Rhodes in his prime. Right. Ric Flair in his prime. Right. I mean some would say that Ric Flair is currently still in his prime. We should, we should have prefaced that. <laughs> so so we we're we're at our corner to corner Starmageddon. We kick the show off. With AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega in an Iron Man match, how do you think it goes, Sean? Well, I mean, like any great Iron Man match, Styles is going to win one, Omega is going to win one, and then we're going to have the tie break within the last ten seconds of the match because that's typically the way they're booked. I could see either either of them going over, but I think right now Omega's probably going over on this one because he's a little bit hotter. On the scene right now. And I also think that the storyline's there. So they both were leaders of the Bullet Club in New Japan. You have Omega and Styles, as I said, two of the best at what they do right now. It's going to be, I mean, you talk about if you can't main event, they always tell you you want to be, you want to go on first because you're going to set the stage. And basically you go to the back and you say, top that. Right. Kenny Omega, AJ Styles is going to absolutely tear the house down. Right. You're going to have a match that is going to have lots of false finishes, lots of lots of big time spots, lots of big moves, and I think it makes sense in a storytelling standpoint to have Kenny Omega win because I think there's lots of unfinished business between those two. Right. So Kenny Omega can go on and win this one. I'm guessing that this won't be the last time the from corner to corner crowd gets to see Omega versus Styles. I agree. So, I agree. so and Kenny it, Kenny wins our opening match two to one in a thirty minute Iron Man match. Our second match is scheduled for one fall. One fall, and it is a number one contender match. Is it a ladder match? It is a eight man. Number one contender, ladder match. A ladder match? It with is. eight men? Yes. Coming to the ring first, Jeff Hardy. I'm doing my hands right now. <laughs> Not like how he does. Right. I kind of looked like I was scratching an itch that I couldn't reach. <laughs> Coming to the ring second, none other than Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Uh oh, we got Hardy and Punk. Coming to the ring next, Chris Jericho. Y2J. Now listen, before you announce any other, what what version of Chris Jericho are we talking about? Are we talking about the first undisputed world champion, Chris Jericho? I, I think that's the best version of him. I would agree. Yes. Oh, the current one is great. But when we're doing a ladder match, we need that Jericho. Right. And then next we have Randy Orton. 
the Viper. Legend, the Legend Killer. The Legend Killer. And then next we have Daniel Bryan, the Ultimate Underdog. The Ultimate Underdog, because you know, you. I mean, you've we've booked some powerhouse in this match, and we're oh. not done yet. Oh, I got three names to go, and we got three Hall of Famers. Oh, jeez. We got Kurt Angle. We've oh, we got true. The Rock. The Rock. And we got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, heck yeah. So now you're thinking. The, the crowd, the, the, the radio shows are like, this is the second match. Right. Wow. Right. I mean, listen, if we're going to have a heavy hitter to start, we got to bring the heat number two. This is our first pay-per-view. This is our first pay-per-view. Listen, this is corner to corner putting it all on the line. We have pushed our chips to the center of the table. If Starmageddon doesn't work out, our booking career is over. Right. So Starmageddon has to work out. Right. Listen, I've put monop- I've put all my Monopoly money in. <laughs> I'm invested, all right? I'm going for boardwalk or bus, but buddy. Like, if I can't get the boardwalk, then I'm done. This match, you got Hardy, you got Brian, you got Punk, you got Jericho. You know all four of those guys in their prime, they're going to take some sort of ridiculous spot. There's going to be right. some ridiculous spots in this. You know, you got names like The Rock, Austin, who are two, arguably, two of the biggest names in pro wrestling history. You got Kurt Angle. Kurt freaking Angle. Like, yeah. with a broken freaking neck. Right. I don't think they win. Surprising, right? Right. I don't know that I've ever seen any of the three in a ladder match. Right. That doesn't mean they can't do it. Right. Because they're three of the greatest of all time. Of course they can do it. But I think they are the obvious choice. Right. In this type of match, I've got two guys at the top of my head that I think would be the, the ones that could possibly win this match. I got two as well. I'll tell you my two. Okay. And then you tell me your two. Okay. And then if they're the same, we can rock, paper, scissors or something to see who wins. Okay. If they're not, then we'll do a knife fight to the death. <laughs> God, I hope they're the same. I'm way better at rock, paper, scissors than knife fights. The first two that come to mind to me are Mr. Phil Brooks himself. Because he was a multi-time Money in the Bank winner. And somebody who's really, really, really good. And I don't think people realize how good he is. And they, they won't realize how good he is until he's no longer there. And that is none other than the legend killer, Randy Orton. Well, I guess it's a knife fight. Well, who were your two? CM Punk and Chris Jericho. Okay, so, we're, so, we, so, we, so we, were, we were 50%. Yeah, which means CM Punk's winning. I think that's what that means. Because I mean, I mean when I when I looked at the list, first thing I mean, Punk and Jericho, boom, right? I mean, not I mean one. I mean, I agree with you. Everybody's like, I'm Stone Cold's going to win this. The Rock's going to win this. Kurt Angle's going to win this. 
we're trying to put as much star power on this show and this card as we can. Right. And then they're like, well, how are they not in the title scene? Well, wait until you, wait until you hear what the title match is. You right. Know? Um, but no, I I agree. Punk and Jericho, Orton uh, as well. They're all they're all great options there. But I think Punk becomes our number one contender for the World Heavyweight. Now, I don't know if we decide this. We could decide this on the fly. Okay. Is this money in the bank style? Can he cash this in at any moment? Or is it at our next pay-per-view? I think it's our next pay-per-view. Next pay-per-view. Okay. Just making sure. That's what I, I don't thought. Want, yeah, I don't want to change that now. I, well, that's what I thought, yeah. but we had never <clears throat> talked about it. So, right. we have Phil Brooks, Mr. C.M. Punk. Did you ever know what the CM stands for? Chick magnet. Okay, I was going to say centimeters. I prefer <laughs> centimeters. So, Mr. Centimeters Punk is now our new number one contender. Nice. All right, and our third match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. You all will probably, I don't know if you get that or not, but anyways. Um, coming to the ring first. You know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. Are you Tony Montana from Scarface? <laughs> In this voice, it sounds pretty cool, don't it? Well, I don't know if cool is the and word. None other than the Outsiders. Da, 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 da. And the and then their opponent is. Are you ready? Are you ready? Jerju. Break it down. Dooter do. I think we're terrible at this theme song thing. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's we're our, not getting paid to do it. It's our podcast. Right. So, but obviously DX. So we have the Outsiders versus DX in just a good old-fashioned grudge match. This all this is. Yes. I mean, just two of the two of the hottest factions, two of the two of the top tag teams in wrestling history are just going to go mono e mono. You know, the great storyline here is that this is a fight amongst the clique. This is the clique. Right. This <laughs> is the curtain call. This is the four members involved in the curtain call. And they're going to duke it out I mean, for supremacy. How could this match not be on our show? Right. And, I, and it's just for bragging rights. 100% just for bragging rights. Um, you know... The Outsiders are really good. Yes. Um, I will say, Scott Hall might be, whenever we do our most underrated list, there's a good chance Scott Hall might be on my Mount Rushmore of underrated wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Um, How he was never a world champion anywhere, I don't think, Mm -hmm. blows my mind. Uh, and on the flip side, in terms of overrated, I tend to think Kevin Nash is overrated. And he had all kinds of world titles. Uh, a lot of that had to deal with the fact that he was running the show. Yeah. And he had a lot of creative power. So, but together, they were fantastic. Right. But they're not Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Right. And... And we're talking about Shawn Michaels and Triple H in their prime. Right. This isn't their comedy sketch that, that they brought back. Right. I mean, this is this is Shawn Michaels, like, 
after he this comes is back. Monday Night Wars DX. Right. And this is Shawn Michaels like after he comes back from finding, you know, finding his smile. Um, so I think I think it's a great match. I think, you know, and I think it's a great match because the chemistry's there. The emotion is there. But in the end, I got two words for you. <laughs> DX wins. Right. Okay. I agree. So I agree. I think DX goes over. And our fourth match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. <laughs> and it is for the from corner to corner prestige title. The prestige title is our mid card title. For those of you that were curious, we didn't want to go with US. We didn't want to go with Intercontinental. We didn't even really want to go with television because we're not on television. So, if you listen to last week's show, you know that we're big AML wrestling fans from WrestleCade. And they call their secondary title the Prestige title. We really liked it. We really liked the name. So, we... Stole it. Borrowed. <laughs> borrowed it. We honored it. <laughs> we, we honored them. By borrowing their title for our fantasy pay-per-view that we're currently booking. The more I talk, the more I sound like Optimus Prime. <laughs> you do kind of sound... Got a guest host today, Optimus Prime. <laughs> if you're listening, we are out here. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, a, we have a fatal four-way for our prestige title. Listen... To these heavy hitters. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Nice. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. Adam Cole, baby. And Seth freaking Rollins. I mean, there's no words. <laughs> right. Can you imagine all four of these guys in their prime? In a fatal four-way? Would it not be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Yeah. And I'm conflicted on who would win this. Yeah. i tell you who I don't think it'll be. Steamboat. It will not be Steamboat. Steamboat is going to do very well in the match. Yeah. He's not going to win. Right. I also don't think... It'll be Adam Cole, baby. So then we're left with a lie, a cheat, a steal. Or the architect who destroyed the shield. Seth Rollins has been known to take the low road. Low blows, interference, cheating. I mean, he has the greatest <laughs> heist of the century. As you're, as you're comparing him to Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> right. So, it, I think it comes down to Seth and Eddie. Now, this is an elimination match. Right. They're all getting in their moves. They're all getting in their spots. But I think in the end, Viva la Raza! is the very first from corner to corner 
prestige champion. I agree, and it's because I don't think your prestige champion right off the bat needs to be a heel. But Eddie's kind of a heel. Yeah, but but we're talking Eddie Prime. And Eddie Prime, he was super over. What about Optimus Prime? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, as you can tell, we're, we're having a lot of fun with this. And whether Sean sounded like a robot or not, we would still be having fun with this. Right. And that's what we want this to be, is we want it to be fun. Right. Uh, we want you to be able to get some laughs and some enjoyment out of it. Well, and I feel like, you know, we always talk about emotion, right? Right. This is kind of one of these things that I know some of our invested listeners are going to get into. Right. And, and we're going to get feedback, and they're going to be like, I can't believe you went with so-and-so, you know. How'd, how'd you leave Roddy Piper off the card? Right. Well, right. Spoiler alert, Roddy Piper's not on the card. Right. Okay. You, you only have so many matches. And we've got, we put a lot of, we put a lot of guys on the card to right. try to use as many people as we could. On our first one. Now, we'll tell you, we're going to keep it between eight and ten matches, depending on the amount of wrestlers we have on right. the card. Okay. And we're not going to go... There's not going to be fatal four ways and uh, six man we're tags. Heavy, and, we're heavy on the gimmick matches on on this first card, just because we wanted to make sure that we brought in all the pay per view dollars. Right. I mean, we're <laughs> we're all in on this. We've called the fantasy cable companies, and we're like, listen, if you don't show from corner to corner, Starmageddon, and you show. Some ripoff Vince McMahon Armageddon combo over our show, you'll rue the day. Yeah. And you're not going to get our next pay per view. You won't get it. <laughs> we'll give it away for free on the radio. I don't care. Right. Listen, I, I mean, I've already dug into my retirement to bring the voice of From Corner to Corner Optimus Prime. Okay? <laughs> I don't know if you've tried to buy a car lately, especially one that changed into a robot. It's not cheap. If I could only remember the line to the end of the Transformers movie when he's standing there. <laughs> we are calling all Autobots. We are here. We are waiting. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. Well, you ruined it. <laughs> We're on match four or five and you yeah. ruined it. <laughs> Because I just now realized that I was Optimus Prime. I don't want my voice to ever change. <laughs> I'm trying out for the next Transformers movie. When that dude dies, dear, I got the job. Dear six pound seven ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> dear little sweet six pound seven ounce baby Jesus. Oh, back, back to it. All right, anyways. Our next match is scheduled for one fall. One fall! And it is for the From Corner to Corner World Tag Team Championships. Uh-oh, we're getting tag team matches that matter. And it is a Chicago street fight. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you don't even have to tell me who's in it. I love a good street fight. Well, coming to the ring first, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll. You got Ricky and Robert. They got women kissing them. As we're trying to come down. This is not the 70-year-old version. No, this is hot as firecracker. 
Ricky and Robert, as Ricky's getting groped and kissed all the way down the ring. He still had women like the other. Or, uh, Wrestle Cade, it was drooped all over. Yeah. But this is Crazy. this is over like Rover. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. And then coming down next, you've got. Missiles? Devon, get the tables! We got those dang Dudley boys. The dang Dudley boys. No, I was trying to do the. Pyro. Oh, I thought we were shooting missiles. And then, none other than, oh, what a rush. What a rush. <clears throat> Tell him, Hawk. Well. <laughs> I did that pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, welcome to the. Uh, the funny pages. It's <laughs> the funny pages. Yeah. You know, I, I like this show. Before we go into that match, I like this show. Just because we don't have the the set schedule, the set script. Like, you know, we're 100% we have put these ma- we've written these matches down. <laughs> you wrote them down the day that we drove down to WrestleCade. In the car, I almost got car sick. <laughs> An ink pen exploded in my hand. I had to put it away. We literally have the wrestlers scratch. I mean, if you could see it, there's scratches, there's circles, there's arrows. There's no planning whatsoever that went into this. And everything we're saying is just 100% off the cuff. And it's just that... That just shows you how good we are at this. We want this to be something. Again, I want it to be something fun. Something that... We have teased for two months that December was going to be special. Right? right. That that it was just going to be different content from what we normally do. And if you listen to last week's episode, you can obviously tell that we've recorded the last couple of episodes at the same time. Right. We're, we, we're, we're just, you know, we're trying to get a little bit ahead, take a little bit of a break. Um, but... Uh, so we're in a sh- Chicago. <laughs> Shoot, I don't even know what city it is. <laughs> Chicago street fight. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago street fight involving three of the greatest tag teams in pro wrestling history. Right. Off the bat, I'm going to tell you, we booked Ricky and Robert in this match to get the crap beat out <laughs> to of them. Get their tails kicked. <laughs> That's what they're good for. From pillar. The post. Right. All right. They are not winning this match. There's not a doomsday device or a table that they're not going to take. Right. Okay. And they're going to. They're probably going to wind up in the dumpsters. And they're going to. They're going to get the. You know, I, I can see Ricky right now as he got hit with a doomsday device that nearly knocked his mullet off. <laughs> that he has his arm out, reaching for the fans, begging them to pull him through, and they're going to because right. they're. They're going to. They're going to make their run. They're going to get in their spots, but they're not winning. Right. And I know you're fond of the Dudleys, okay? I think they're the greatest tag team ever. And I think you're wrong. But if it was a tables match, I might pick the Dudleys. Yeah. But this isn't a tables match. Right. I booked it specifically for the Legion of Doom. To be the very first from corner to corner tag team champions, right. with it being a sh- Chicago street fight. Now, listen, you talk about some hard hitting 
hardcore action, you're getting it in this. Yep. I know this is a family show. There's probably going to be blood. <laughs> probably Ricky Morton, blonde mullet, going to be red. Yeah, well, it's on the pay. That's why it's on the pay per view. It is. I mean, you're you're paying your hard earned monopoly money. We did for this. say parental guidance is you know. It it did it, say PG thirteen. Yeah. I mean, if you chose to let your kid watch, that's on you. Yeah. All right? But it's going to be hard-hitting. It's going to be a lot of action. It's not going to be a long match because it's a street fight. You don't want a street fight to be a long match. So it's going to be. You just got to get the spots in. You're going to get your spots in. We're looking 10, 15 minutes max. And at the end of the day, the Road Warriors are our new tag team champions. All right, so our next match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. Coming to the ring, the New Day. New Day rocks. New Day rocks. I didn't know if I could go with the whole intro on that or not. (laughs) Hey. The, you know. My hand's cramping. Do you know why my hand's cramping? I hear the horses rumbling. I hear horses running. And this isn't just a Kentucky Derby right. going on. These are the three horsemen. All right. We have Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Sid Vicious. Not my favorite version of the horsemen. But we went with the guys that were on the top fifth. Right. Future episodes, future bookings, if we do the four horsemen, you can safely assume... That it would be the four horsemen, the greatest four horsemen. And that would be Rick, Arn, Tully, and Barry. Right. Now, we are doing the six-man title. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. This is the six-man title. Yeah. Uh, you know, in our organization, there's going to be factions. Real or make-believe. Okay? We may make some of these factions up, and that's Okay. It's our booking. It's our show. We can do that. <laughs> but I will say that if the, if if the horsemen were to win, they would be able to defend their titles using the free bird rule. So any form of the horsemen could defend the six man titles. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I just made that up. <laughs> okay. I just now made that up. <clears throat> Well, it doesn't look like the horsemen will be losing those belts anytime soon. <laughs> but they got to win them first. They do. And we're talking about one of the greatest three-man combos in the history of pro wrestling. In the New Day. In the New Day. Two, one current world champion, one former world champion, and Xavier Woods, who's currently the king of the ring and can hold his own. Right. And they've been nine-time, ten-time champs? A lot. It, it's at least nine. A lot of time champs. I don't know that it's ten, but I think it's nine. A lot of time champs. Yeah. Even though I'm a horseman guy, this isn't an easy match for them. They're going to get pushed to the limit. You're going to yeah. see a lot, and 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 you think about it, the New Day, does, they don't necessarily have a ring technician quite like Ric Flair. Right. 
But then how many people, like, there aren't many people like Ric Flair. Right. But you look at Sid and Biggie, their power pretty much, you know, cancels each other out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Arn as the enforcer. But he was just good in the ring. Okay. I mean, I say enforcer. When you think of enforcer, you think of like some big hulking guy, right? Right. He delivered the best spine buster in all of pro wrestling, past or present. But I think he would be able to be equal. I'd say probably Xavier Woods. Skill set is close to Arn, Arn Anderson's. So if you look at those two, and they cancel each other out, then we're left with Kofi Kingston versus Ric Flair. Right. And on the surface, that's that's a no-brainer, right? Right. But Kofi's got a lot of heart, and he's, and he's very athletic. So like I said, I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park either way. My gut tells me that if we're looking at six-man tag guys, then we almost have to go with the New Day. Because are we really going to want the four horsemen tied into the six-man tag titles for the rest of eternity? eternity? And I was going to swerve you and tell you that the power of positivity would prevail. Yeah. It just makes more sense. And It's f- going to be a great match. And the first six-man tag team champions, corner to corner, is the New Day. But, after the match, the New Day gets beat down by their next opponents. And that is none other than Michael P.S. Hayes, Jimmy Jam Garvin, and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. And the Freebirds say we're coming for the belts. So we have booked the Freebirds versus the New Day at our next pay-per-view. Name TBD. Because <laughs> right. we don't know the name yet. Right. Because when we first created this, we didn't realize we were doing more than one. <laughs> but then we are like, well, we have to have titles. I mean, they have to defend the titles. All right. I mean, we can't just have one show with these make-believe titles and our make-believe champions not defend the make-believe titles. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, this makes me... Do you know, do you know how, how emotional this makes me? It makes me want to go buy a WWE 2K20, upload our logo... And create Starmageddon. And play it out. <laughs> well, 21 will be out not too long from now. I thought they went with, I was going to say, I thought they went with 22. Yeah, 22. Because 20 was duty. Yeah. It was like a flaming pile of dog poo. So they did scrap 21. Yeah. Like it was like iPhones. Like they, <laughs> like they just skipped numbers. Right. That's funny. So, I mean, I don't know about you. Well, we got two matches we left. We got two matches left. And I mean, they're the two heaviest hitting matches. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I think it's been a good card. Yeah. And you know, I think now would be a great time for us to cut 
to our backstage reporter, Mean Gene, and listen to him interview one of the people. But there are those right now that are questioning whether you can withstand the big man. I don't care about those people, man. I don't care about those people that aren't stark raving Hulkamaniacs. I could care less what they think. I'm fighting for life, brother. I'm fighting for all those people that have remolded their lives, man. Modeled after Hulkamania. Get their priorities in order, man. Walk around with a lot of pride. So unless you've been living under a rock... You know that voice, and that voice is none other than the immortal one, Hulk Hogan. And you know that if Hulk Hogan's involved, that it must be for the cruiserweight title. (laughs) And also, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that I'm lying right now. Right. Hulk Hogan would only book himself to be involved in the world title. Well, I got news for Hulk. He ain't booking nothing. He don't have any creative control on our show. He tried to grab the pencil, and I slapped him in the mustache. Right. I ain't afraid of Hulk Hogan. Actually, I am kind of afraid of Hulk Hogan. But that being said, our next match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. And it is for the From Corner to Corner World Heavyweight Championship. And it's our version of Big Gold. <laughs> Absolutely. Coming to the ring first, Honor's white bread himself. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever would be, Brett, the hitman, Hart. I mean, the excellence of execution is probably a surprise in this match. Yeah. I would think he would catch a lot of people by surprise. But he was put in this match for a specific purpose. And after our Sean Finkel announces the rest of the participants will tell you that reason. Coming to the ring next, the immortal Hulk Hogan. I mean, you got the real American coming out here. I mean, so we have the excellence of execution. We have Hulk Hogan. Now, they already have the WrestleMania storyline. Now, Vince... Vincent Kennedy Payne here has decided to come out and make this a triple threat match. Play it? Oh, that's Teddy Long, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And is adding this guy to the championship card. And it's none other than the Beast Incarnate. Brock Lesnar. So that is a heavy hitting, heavyweight match. Well, I'm, well, I told you that Bret Hart was put in this match for a reason. Something we know about Bret Hart is he's got a little bit of Ricky Morton in him, and he can get his tail kicked. He can make it seem like he's getting beat to death with two guys. Well, one guy that has a limited move set because we're talking about prime Brock Lesnar. This dude was doing shooting star presses. All right. With Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart's going to make Hulk Hogan look like a million bucks. Okay. Brock Lesnar is big enough to throw Hogan around. Hogan is big enough to throw Brock around. Bret Hart is good enough 
to make all, and, and they're both big enough that it will make all his moves look that much more impactful. I don't know that we could have booked a better world title match when you think about all the parties involved. So, the question is, who do you think wins and why? I'll let you go first. Well, I think that Brock Lesnar wins because VKP come out and added into the match on purpose. You're right. VKP did. But VKP also knows I am a real American is his cash cow. (laughs) That's true. Listen, I have mortgaged my house in the French Alps. (laughs) I have mortgaged my yacht. I have mortgaged the Rocky Mountains. You didn't know that VKP owned the Rocky Mountains. There is a slice of the Rocky Mountains (laughs) that I do own. I've put that all on the line. And I think that, I mean, to pull a Tony Baloney move, we're a upstart company with a lot of money, apparently, because we have have the Hall of Fame here. We have the greatest card of all time. (laughs) Right. But I think it makes sense for what VKP has planned for future storylines. If Hulk Hogan is the first one to carry the from corner corner world title. Hogan Punk at the next pay-per-view is going to be a good match. So, are you ready for the main event? What? Sean Finkel, you mean to tell me that's not the main event? It was not the main event. We just had Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, and Bret Hart for the vacated world title. And it was not the main event. Are you pulling my leg? I am not. Prove it. Tell me what the main event is. The next match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. And is known as War Games. That's trademarked. We can't say that. Or is it War Games with a Z? That's what it is. Okay. It's W-O-O-R G-A-M-Z War Games. It still has to be an E in there. <laughs> We're doing war games. <laughs> so that's W O O R. Because we really want to accentuate the O's. So we got to put two of them. And it probably has some sort of silly line over top of it G A M E Z. War games. <laughs> That's so funny. So coming to the ring first. Team Dusty. Dusty Rose, baby. Listen, Team Dusty? I can get down with Team Dusty. We've got Dusty Rhodes. We've got Sting. We've got Booker T. And we got Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, that's a heavy hitter bunch. It is. And then we have... Team Cena. Oh, so I see what 
I see what's been booked here. We have Team Dusty because Dusty, even though he did his spell in WWE, he was he was an NWA WCW guy. Yeah. So we got so he's representing like the WCW NWA brand. Right. Seen as the ultimate team team WWE guy. Right. Okay. I see what we're doing here. So we got John Cena as the captain. Okay. Undertaker. Oh wow. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh. And the Ultimate Warrior. Well, you had me until you said Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Who booked this? Um, this is your handwriting. Oh. Must have sleep booked. <laughs> well, we needed another WWE guy. And I suggested the Warrior. You did. Because I, I thought he would be the kind of guy to do that. He would. I think this will be a fantastic match. On the paper, it looks like Team Cena has the better team. Yes. Because of Taker and Macho <laughs> and Cena. <laughs> I mean, Dusty and Sting are no slouches. That's true. But if you look on our top 50 list. Team WWE team has the Dusty higher. Dusty has two guys in the top 20. Team Cena has three guys in the top 20. Just a slight advantage there. So, if you don't know how War Games works, it is a double ring with a cage that has surrounds both rings and the lid. We have the lid. I was gonna. That was gonna be my question. We didn't decide on that. I was gonna ask if we had the top or not. So we, we have the top okay. because we believe in old school style. I agree with that. So, the way War Games works is you start out with one person from each team, and they get five minutes. And then every two minutes, another person gets added. Until all eight men are in the ring, and then War Games gets to officially begin. So, any match Dusty Rhodes is in, you can believe one thing's going to happen. He's going to take a beat. And he's going to bleed. Yeah. Um, when you look at the rest of the guys, Sting's bled a little bit in his life. But the rest of the guys don't bleed. So we don't have a lot of bleeders in the match. Right. Which is a good thing. We're a family-friendly show. Even though it is pay-per-view. Well, Dusty's going to bleed just because you could poke his forehead and bleed automatically. So Dusty has to be the first man in the ring, right? Yeah. And I would say... Macho. Probably Macho. Yeah. And I think Warrior has to be the last guy. Yeah. For WWE. Because the energy he's going to expand coming to the ring. <laughs> uh, on the same on the same regards, I think DDP, probably the last guy in the ring for WCW. The next guy is going to be Taker and Sting. We're going to finally get our Taker and Sting moment. It's only going to be a moment. But that moment's going to be special. And then we got Booker T and Cena. Cena coming in third. I think it's going to be a really good match. But I'm thinking in the end, I think it's going to be The Undertaker hitting Sting with the Tombstone Piledriver. Setting up. Are you planting seeds? 
a future matchup. Yeah. And to get the win for the ultimate WWE guy over the ultimate WCW guy. So team WWE for the win to close out the show. I mean, we're sending the fans home at Right. Well, you know, Sean Finkel, go over the results for us. Okay, so in our opening match, we had Kenny Omega winning over AJ Styles in a Iron Man match. We had CM Punk winning the number one contender ladder match. Uh, we had DX beating the Outsiders in a tag team match. Grudge match, yep. We had Eddie Guerrero becoming our first ever prestige champion. Nice. In a fatal four-way match. We had the Legion of Doom winning the tag titles in a Chicago street fight. We had the New Day winning the six-man tag titles over the Horsemen being attacked by the Freebirds at the end of the match. Yep. We had Hulk Hogan winning the World Heavyweight Championship over Bret Hart and Brock Lesnar. In the main event, we had Team Cena beating Team Dusty. Pretty good show. I mean, that's power pack, dude. And like I said, this was a lot of fun for us to do. Yeah. we. There's a lot of laughing on here. There's a lot of laughs. A lot of nutsy stuff on here, but... I mean, it, how do you not have fun doing something like this? Right. It's completely made up, like you said. I mean, the closest you could get to doing something like this would be to get 2K22 and create this pay-per-view right. on, which you totally could do, by the way, because all these wrestlers are probably going to be on the game. Right. I don't know. Well, Kenny Omega won't be. One Dusty Rhodes probably won't yeah. be either. But I mean, you can you can go to your community creations and you can download very good very likenesses, good likenesses of, those guys. of them. Yeah, um, and uh, you can create the belts and all that. And uh, matter of fact, that might end up being something. Eventually, maybe we can we keep talking YouTube. Maybe one of our YouTube shows after we get it up and going is we can book a pay per view and, and simulate it and simulate it. That might be pretty fun. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be cool. So, uh, and 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 we'll just provide commentary in the background <laughs> while this plays. Right. I think we might be onto something. <laughs> but uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. Like, it, it, you get a lot of chances to do dream scenarios. Never is it ever going to happen that. The four horsemen battle the new day for six man titles. <laughs> right. Okay. Because we don't want to see Flair, Arn, and Sid in the ring right now. <laughs> right. Okay. And we can't we don't have the flux capacitor. You're not Emmett Brown. We can't go back in time. Right. Okay. Uh, but it's fun to think about the what ifs. And you know, we, we are a fantasy booking show and we book what if scenarios. Yeah. This is the ultimate fantasy booking. It's the ultimate fantasy booking. It is the ultimate what if scenario. This fits our profile to the letter. Right. So this you know, this is something that I hope you all enjoyed. Cause I know if you if you couldn't tell, we're fifty three minutes in roughly. 
and we've laughed the whole show. <laughs> right. I mean, whether we're whether we're making up goofy names like v, uh, VKP or Sean Finkel, uh, whether I'm talking about Sean sounding like Optimus Prime, talking about my Monopoly money, whatever the case is, we've had a lot of fun with this. Yeah. And I hope that you enjoy it as much as we do. Uh, and be on the lookout. I, you know, I think we're going to start promoting our next event. You know, and maybe we'll start putting out on social media matchups you think you'd like to see. Yeah, we have legitimately we have all the rosters at our disposal, all the wrestlers in their prime. Right. So, if there's something that you want to see, let us know. Maybe I can. Maybe this pay per view makes me enough money that I can go to these wrestlers and try to buy their services. I don't know. All they can do is tell me no. That's true. And I don't get told no very often. <laughs> Not in the fantasy booking world. <laughs> right. Okay? So, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot of laughs. I hope we were able to pull at that emotion. You could visualize some of these matches. You could get kind of caught up in them. And uh, as we talked about them, and, and, and if you disagree with an outcome, if you think that, you know, if you think that Steamboat would have done better or if you think that, no, the rock and roll would have come out on top, whatever the case may be, let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear that. Absolutely. But uh, before we run too long, guys, I'm going to send us out of here talk, giving a shout-out to our sponsors because without them, Starmageddon would not be possible. Their monies help fund this whole thing. That is, of course, Crouch Family Bakery with Bread Claws, Slinging Bread Daily, Heiner's, White Bread, the excellence of execution in terms of white bread, and Darren's dashing dinners and computer repair. Guys, well, uh, we had a lot of fun with this show, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy next week's show, too. So, we'll see you soon. Stay safe, friends. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter, at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok, at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, corner to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all, and we'll see you next time.